Welcome to Live in the Hive, Episode 3, with our special guest, Sean Rahi, with Solar Power On. Sean, uh, thanks for joining us. We're super excited to have you. We've been anticipating this conversation for quite some time. Natalie, thank you for setting this podcast up, and uh, welcome Solar Mitch. Welcome everyone, and let's have some fun. I guess we start off, Sean, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your background, yeah. and what brings you to the Hive. Yeah, guys, hey, super happy to be here. Uh, love doing these types of podcasts. Uh, love doing it with uh, some other industry leaders here, so um, appreciate it, uh, and I'm excited to spread the word of the Solar Hive. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Quick background about myself. Uh, been in the industry going on eight years. Started off uh, in the trenches at the doors, you know, door to door sales rep in home selling solar uh, many moons ago. Eight years feels like sixteen years in this industry, <laughs> and uh, just kind of worked my way up. Uh, worked for a couple of companies uh, that uh, no longer are in business. Uh, we'll get into some of those uh, types of things in the industry a little bit later. Uh, transitioned into a wonderful company called SunPro Solar. Uh, went up the ranks over there, territory sales manager for Dallas, uh, then went to a regional manager position, then went to a director position, then a senior director position. So went through kind of all the roles in leadership and sales uh, in the solar industry and was uh, lucky enough to be a part of a team that helped them lead them to an acquisition by ADT, who purchased them for $875 million um, last year. Stayed for that transition for seven, uh, seven months and, uh, you know, decided to go do my own thing after. You know, I think uh, it was time. And uh, that's where uh, VVS, the entity, was created with me and my business partner, who's also an industry leader. I'm sure you guys will have him on the podcast at some point. Uh, we created a sales organization, which is uh, Solar Power On, which you guys see over there. And now we're working with uh, multiple different solar EPCs and uh, helping them scale their business profitably uh, with integrity and using our industry network and resources uh, to help them grow their business and uh, making a lot of money while doing it, but doing it the right way, most importantly. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mitch, yeah, I um, mean, uh, thanks, thanks so much again for being on uh, Live in the Hive. You know, ever since we, you know, were introduced by Natalie, um, I just felt like, you know, you were saying a lot of the things that. I've either said or I've that's been on my mind, and uh, we're you know a lot of like-minded individuals in this room right now, um, and you've accomplished a ton. Um, and and with that, I feel like all of us, when we accomplish things, we just end up seeing really the maybe sometimes the dark and dirty secrets of the industry, um, which you know unfortunately, you know I believe have gotten worse in the past probably five years. And uh, I know we want to talk about some of that. Um, now, of course, it's all, all not negative because, you know, it is kind of a gold rush right now. Um, but we've learned to bob and weave and, you know, it's all about the network, right? Like you mentioned that. It's about, um, you know, the, 
the people you align yourself with, um, and that's that's really what we want to do here with the hives. So again, thank you for being on. And um, yeah, I guess it, from what you've seen, um, you know, I've been in it about 15 years, and you were going to just kind of touch on what you've seen in the past five, because I mean, you did, you know, blow up a company to in a good way, <laughs> and then uh, you know they got bought, uh, acquired, and all that. So I just like to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen solar go from being popular to not being popular to being in demand and all the changes that happened in the last, you know, five, six years. And uh, you're right, it's um, it was a gold rush three, four years ago in some areas of the country, and it's still a gold rush now in more areas of the country. And a lot of that has to do with infrastructure, uh, tax credit, the IRA bill, uh, and just homeowners uh, understanding uh, the situation that they have, which is the biggest liability of their home, you know, being their utility bill. So it's always a relevant conversation to have. Uh, it's always something that um, homeowners and even some uh, commercial properties can take advantage of. But the couple of things that stick out to me the most um, from five, six years ago to now is just the cost of doing business uh, is uh, drastically changed. Uh, one of the things that um, really has gone up is uh, the dealer fees and, and financing. I mean, when I first started, you know, six, seven years ago, the dealer fees were less than half than what they are. And if you're listening to this and you're a homeowner, what that means is you're paying a premium to finance your solar system um, to fund the project. So that's anywhere between 30 to close to 40% of uh, the cost of your system if you're financing the system is going directly to the banks. And, uh, you know, the economy was a lot different five years ago and banks and stuff and all that stuff was different interest rates, the feds and all of that is it, the Fed rates going up. So those are just things that are happening with the industry. And, um, you know, part of that is uh, taking the brunt on the financing. So yeah, financing fee fees are really high. And, and another thing I'll say is, uh, you know, the uh, cost of labor, especially uh, with the electricians is super high right now, uh, which is, um, you know, causing a little bit of a, a dilemma in the industry or a small little, um, you know, ripple because it's, it's hard to find good, stable uh, labor for an affordable cost. Everyone needs uh, electricians and installers right now. So what that's, that, what that's doing is, um, you know, Unfortunately, it's either not paying them uh, what they need to be paid or it's passing on that cost uh, to the homeowner. And uh, that might sound negative, but on the bright side, the cost of electricity is continuing to go up at a, a crazy cost, right? The inflation is going so high that it seems to be that it's, it, it still makes sense to go solar and it's leveled out. Um, but those are some of the things that you need to take uh, – into account if you're building your own sales organization, if you're an EPC, or if you're a homeowner. Not a good point. Well said. Well said. Um, you know, on that uh, dealer fee, I mean, the way they're selling it, and I mean, they've been doing it for years, of course, is just a monthly payment, and they're kind of I mean, some pressure, some, you know, educate. I mean, we're all about the whole educating the homeowner, finding a solution. But, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, all these, they are paying 40% more. But 
what I don't like about that is they're not being truthful or disclosing that to the homeowner. Now, I have heard yep. that some finance companies actually say they can't. Um, I guess what's your what's your take on that? I mean, is that something you've heard as well? And um, as far as the yeah, just the truthfulness in the sale. Yeah, I mean, uh, if the finance company came out and said that we can't, uh, you know, maybe disclose the actual percentage points of the dealer fees and all of that, I mean, that, there may be some truth to it. Um, but, I mean, I don't think it's something that we should hide from the homeowner, right? Because if um, – I'll put it to you like this. If you're a homeowner and you're watching this, all you got to do is ask for the cash price or say you're going to go get your own financing – and see how much the system drops. And if it doesn't drop $10,000 or more, you're dealing with the wrong uh, solar company because the dealer fees are a lot more than that. Um, and if you're going to pay cash for a solar system, uh, you'll get a better price. So that's number one. Uh, number two, um, it's kind of pretty much pass or fail with the, most of these finance companies. So if you get qualified for a 3.99 or a 2.99, you're qualified for the 6.99 and the 7.99. Now, the difference is the 6.99 and the 7.99 just cost from a dealer fee standpoint uh, a lot less than the lower interest rates. So the homeowners are buying down their interest rates, which in the land of money and banking, um, you know, that's just how it works, you know, so it's not just solar, you know, it happens everywhere else, but, you know, you do remind me uh, of a good point, um, you know, places like California, Arizona, you know, Vegas, uh, parts of the East Coast, the lease or the power purchase agreement or the PPA is a little bit more popular than maybe parts of Texas or the central part of the United States, um, and what we're noticing is the industry is shifting right now. Before, it was a very dominant purchase market. I'm financing my solar system. I'm paying cash or, you know, I'm getting a loan out for it. And what we're noticing now, guys, um, especially with the companies I'm dealing with and the reps that are selling deals uh, for our company here is most homeowners are preferring to just lease the solar system. And the benefits of that is you don't have to pay these uh, outstanding dealer fees. Um, it makes sense monthly. You're saving a whole bunch of money. You're not tied into anything. Uh, and it's very easy to just transfer over that PPA or that lease to the next homeowner. And if you wanted to buy it in year five, you can just go ahead and buy it, you know? So right. um, that's, a, that's something that uh, the industry, I feel like, is evolving towards because of the high financing fees right now. Well, absolutely, yeah. and I would I would ask the question, you know, COVID put a lot of families behind the, the eight ball, if you will, financially, and we're just now starting to see some of the after effects in those those areas. So, you know, folks don't have a 600 credit score or better. Yeah. So rather than financing it, I think, um, you know, qualifications are much less when you're leasing or, or engaging in a PPA. So... Yeah, I, I see that as, you know, a, a shift that's happening right now. And, and again, the higher interest rates are, are driving that. Now, granted, the, the owners of the lease entity or the PPA, you know, they have to borrow money or they do borrow money from where they get it and in uh, creating hedge funds or whatnot. But I think it's a, it's a much more viable and, and a less less of a liability on a bank 
to finance the system rather than them own it, them take advantage of the tax credit um, in a smart, you know, financial way. Most homeowners, as we all know, they some of them think they're getting a tax rebate, not a tax credit, mm -hmm. and they they don't even absorb that tax credit. So let the bank absorb it. Uh, hedge hedge your energy on a a much more cleaner and viable source of having solar on your roof. So yeah, I, I agree. The PPA, the lease is is definitely where where the shift is is heading. Yeah. Yeah. And one more. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I know you've opened markets up all over the country um, in your in your career, and what I've seen, Jim seen, and I know you have, and that's why I want your take on it is the different pricing from let's say the Midwest to the Southwest. <laughs> and, you know, it, it almost doesn't make sense to me because number one, their energy is less expensive in the Midwest, yet they're paying more for solar. And then, I mean, it's almost like gouging. And I didn't know if you had, you know, the same opinion as me, because I think it bleeds down to the material as well. Um, because I know that there's some distributors selling for 10, 20 cents more than they are um, you know, down in the southwest. Uh, so I just wanted to get your take on that, if you saw the same thing I've seen. Yeah, no, 100% uh, agree. If you're a homeowner and you're listening to this and you're spending, you know, over, you know, $4.50 um, on a price per watt, you know, I think you're overpaying for your system a little bit. I think you can do some shopping. I think you can get your price down a little bit. If you're financing, you know, and this is just regular, you know, simple solar on your home. You don't need any battery or electrical work or trenching or you're not putting it on the ground or, you know, you're not financing a roof. And I'm just talking like a regular solar system financed. You should be able to purchase it for less than $4.50 out the door. That's a price per watt, so you'd have to do the math on that. And if you're paying more than that, uh, I just think you need to shop around, you know, uh, so that's number one. Um, and if you're uh, in the southwest or in the central part of the United States, and, and that's really where I did most of my business was, um, you know, in the central part all the way to California and some of those mature markets in between. And it's funny you say that because in Oklahoma, there's about a handful of solar companies so they can get away with, a little bit higher pricing because when they shop the competitor, everyone is maybe using the same distributor or the same installer, and there's not that much competition in those markets. When you start going into areas like Arizona, California, and really now Texas, you will get um, a lot of saturation. And with competition be, um, comes awareness, which I think is also healthy for the market but it also does drive the prices uh, down a little bit because everyone's trying to undercut the next person. And you got to be careful, right? Because as a homeowner, you're probably like, well, bravo. Like if I'm in Dallas, Texas right now, or I'm in Houston, Texas, I'm, I can get solar for really, really an affordable price because uh, there's so much competition in this market, but they are cutting costs somewhere. I mean, if you look at every installer, even on the manufacturing side, you know, the cost of business or the cost of goods, everyone is kind of relatively around the same place. So just because you see, you know, someone selling it to you for 
seven to ten thousand dollars cheaper than the next person, try to dig in and find out uh, why because uh, that's important too. The solar system has to work for you to save money. <laughs> you know, right, right, absolutely. Yeah, and there, there's too many systems out there that aren't even working. Unfortunately, mm. um, yep. <laughs> we all get calls on that. So, um, oh, all good. I mean, I know we wanted to also touch on some, you know, the product, what it is today uh, versus five years ago. And I know a lot of people, well, prices have dropped. Um, but I also, we've seen, you know, the whole rapid shutdown, uh, the need for that. And so now really the resi market went, you know, from some string inverters, maybe 50-50. Now it's all, you know, um, micro and micro and optimizers. So. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And I mean, I know it is what it is, but um, I'm not a huge fan of you know some of the Tygo solutions and all that. I know some installers aren't either, but I uh, just wanted to see what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, look, I think I think solar optimizers and solar edge versus microinverters. If it's worth the cost difference on what the installer is charging you, then, you know, you have to make that decision. But what we're seeing is people are pairing on both ends a microinverter with a solar panel that's not converting the amount of electricity. So, for example, if you open up a spec sheet, right, and this isn't, you know, solar hive conspiracy theory. This is just us reading off a simple spec sheet, you know, and if anyone wants to fact check it, just open up your spec sheets. And it says that, you know, the in-phase microinverters, they, there's clipping, right, involved. And what that means is it can only convert a certain amount of wattage of energy through the inverter. And what you're noticing in the market right now is everyone's, selling 395s, 410s, and above in 400-watt panels. Well, the IQ7 and the IQ8 in-phase microinverters, which are the more popular inverters, you know, today as we sit here, um, you know, at SolarHive and talk through this stuff, they could only convert somewhere around 370 to 385, 390 um, per panel, right, and just kind of go into the spec sheets and, and look at that exact number depending on if it's a 7 or an 8. So if you're selling somebody a 410-watt panel and putting an IQ7 inverter on there, you simply overpaid and got under-delivered on the amount of production. And I see that happen all the time, and I have to talk the homeowners through that. And in the same breath with the solar optimizers, if the inverter on the side of your home isn't sized for the amount of kilowatts that the um, on, on your roof, then there is a lack of energy being converted there too. So sizing the inverters with the panels is a mathematical equation where if you have a company that's trained right, has access to the materials, and the installers understand what they're doing, then you're going to get the best bang for your buck. And what's happening, and this is good for homeowners, right? and employees because I was one of the guys who started off um, as a young guy in the solar industry, didn't know anything, went and worked for the company. And the way I was trained was what was in my warehouse was what was the best solution for the homeowner. And that's not true always, right? That's not always true. And I found that out later in my career 
looking back when I got trained by the right people and I was surrounding myself by solar industry experts. So if you're a, an employee or a, someone who's trying to get into the solar industry and you're trying to figure out what solar companies you want to work for, uh, you should go see what type of access of inventory uh, that they have. And what you'll find out, unfortunately, is 90% of these solar companies, uh, they just sell what they have access to, and they tell the homeowner that's the best solution for them. What we do here at Solar Power On and with the companies that I'm consulting for is we have access to all different types of inventory, and we do a customized solution for the homeowner, and we give them very fair competitive pricing because we work with so many different installers. So for us... It's, it's a win-win for the homeowner, and we can walk them through all the options. Nice. Yeah, um, and I think that's the, that's the correct way to do it. I'm sure Jim uh, yeah. Metaphor agrees. And, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, as far as panels go, too, um, you know, there's, there's ones out there that are 20, 30 cents more than, you know, a panel that's, really the same wattage um, and I mean are you buying a name I know that LG was uh, one of the high ones uh, they're now out of the game um, believe it or not <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's just like I mean, it was a great panel it was a sexy panel as they said and you know uh, I have nothing to say bad about the quality but when people come to me and say well I can get this you know sun power or maybe oh, what Solaria or whatever but it's 30 cents more, it's like, do the math. I mean, you're paying that much more. What is your production over those years? I mean, should the customer get that down and dirty when they're looking through their equipment, or what's your you know, two cents yeah. on that? So I have, I have LG panels on my house right now, and nice. I pay, and I paid more for LG, and LG's out not doing solar panels anymore. <laughs> so yeah. the, the lesson I learned was, are you going to pay more for a, a product? Um, well, the warranty for LG is actually through the installer. So a lot of solar companies come in and say, hey, we have this manufacturer warranty for 25 years and so on and so forth. Well, if I call LG right now, do you think they're going to come out to my house and swap out a panel? No. <laughs> right? No. They're going to... They're not even going to take my call probably because they're such a large conglomerate. You have to reach out to your installer. So that's, I think, where it starts um, is make sure your installer will service your product and you have a warranty through the installer and they're not just leaning on the manufacturer warranty. So that's number one. I think the value and the cost difference if you're shopping solar companies comes from who's installing the panels, who's servicing the panels, and who's warranting the panels. And to get to your question, the efficiency of panels. Listen, every solar panel on the market right now, okay, and I know this because I not only sell um, most of them, if not all of them, uh, we work with distributors to distribute them as well. Uh, they're all 1% to 3% plus or minus better than the, uh, one another from an efficiency standpoint and a degradation standpoint. So if you're going to spend seven, 12 extra thousand dollars to go with panel X because it has a 90% degradation versus something that has an 89.99% degradation. No, the math does not make sense. No, that's, that would be you overpaying for production is what I call that. And yeah. the simple way, uh, if you're a homeowner to get a good deal, 
and a simple way to close a homeowner or get a homeowner to uh, sign docs today is, hey, we'll throw in an extra two panels for the same price, and let's just get this deal moving forward. You know, this way you're not shopping around efficiency for price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to say that to people that wanted to, I mean, trackers are good in the uh, the right situation, especially utility, but I had these, you know, farmers, oh, I want a tracker, I'll, I'll move it around every season. I'm like, no, I'll just give you two more panels, bud. Because, uh, yeah. you know, after year year one or two, you're, ain't, you're not going to go out there in the middle of winter and move your array. So, um, you know, we've heard it all. Uh, yeah, so. that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess um, on to the, you know, installers, you know, you said cost is going up, and um, you did say, and I think I just lost track of my thought there, um, I wanted to go back to your point on, you said, ask your installer, you know, because there are a lot of the, the ones that are warranting your system, right? And mm -hmm. what I've seen, and we've all seen, um, a lot of solar installers go out of business <laughs> unfortunately yep. now not the ones you're helping out and they're not you know ones we currently are working with but what happens then and now they're scrambling they you know they pull out their permit pack and it's you know disconnected number um, I know there's some insurance you know options out there and I guess what do you uh, what would you recommend for those people that are a little concerned about that yeah uh I'm going to take this two different ways. I'm going to take this uh, in the advocate of solar, and one of the reasons why solar works is because there's not a lot of moving parts in solar. And if your system is turned on, activated, and working, the chance of it just magically stop working in, you know, four and a half years or two and a half years or, you know, 17 years down the line uh, you'll know if your solar system is kind of messed up or if you have a uh, you know, leak in your roof or if a panel or inverter goes out or if it's a you know, malfunction or, or an infected panel or something like that. You'll kind of understand those things you know, probably within the first quarter of you having solar most of the time. Is there a, are there one-offs to that situation? Yeah, for sure. So that's one, right? That's one of the reasons why you see a lot of people come out and just say 25-year warranty, 25-year this, 25-year that, because the panels actually are made very durable. All of them are, right? The, new, the tier one panels that everyone's using, they're more durable than your shingles uh, and windows. So if something happened to those panels, they have, most panels have a wind rating from anywhere between 160 to 180 mile an hour wind. They usually have, uh, you know, 60 to 90 mile an hour um, hail rating, uh, golf ball size hail rating. So if something happens to your solar panels, I mean, your home is pretty banged up as well. So the first thing you want to do is just get homeowner's insurance policy, right? That'll cover your um, home from any act of God, which now you have some money to give back to an installer to help service your product. However, if your solar installer is no longer in business, you're, you're, kind, of, uh, you're kind of screwed, unfortunately. Now how can you protect <laughs> now how can you protect yourself if you're a homeowner thinking about getting solar? Um, there's uh, some sh uh, insurance policies out there. Uh, you know solar insure comes for one of them. Uh, we actually have a service agreement that we offer um, 
through our consulting firm and our company that's backed that you can sign up for. Um, and there's a couple other uh, warranties or service agreements that you can get at time of purchase. And what those um, what those do is they they make the service of the system independent of the installer. So what that means is if I go solar and something happens to the solar company that installed my panels, I can reach out to this company and they will get me to the closest master certified installer to come service my product. So, um, and if the, if the person you're dealing with doesn't offer or have that solution and all they're going to do is tell you, no, my company's not going to go out of business. We're here to last. We're here to stay. Um, don't get, don't get sold by a salesperson. Do your due diligence. Uh, take the extra step. Get that extra warranty or service. It's kind of like not getting the Apple Care on your iPhone. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> you, you might be okay, but you'd rather have it than um, not have it and need it, you know? Right. Yep. Agreed. And then, you know, with these sales groups out there, and I just, this will, you know, patch right into this, is a lot of these sales guys that are going to be knocking doors or that are currently out there as we speak knocking on doors, they have no idea who's going to even install the system. They're just selling, Correct. and then they pawn it off on probably one of the lower-cost installers so they can make that extra, you know, couple grand yep. here and there. Um, yep. I guess I, yeah, I'm sure you've seen that too. You got anything to say on that? I mean, look, I'm, I'm consulting for an installer right now who has over 40 sales organizations selling for him. What does that mean? That means there's 40 companies, right, they're LLCs, they have their own brand, they have their own name, they have their own team, they go, they either door knock or buy leads or get in touch with you online or figure out a way to talk to you about solar. They sell you solar, but the contract is through the company that I'm working with, right? And now that sales rep can really not answer your phone call or not do anything for you, and the installer has all the liability on that. So, you know, one of the things you want to ask your sales representative if you're a homeowner buying solar, you know, is, hey, um, where's the warehouse? <laughs> you yeah. mind if I stop by? Go get your eyes on the product. Go get your eyes on the inverter. Go get your eyes on the panels, right? Uh, because that'll tell you if this solar company that you're dealing with is cash flow positive enough to go purchase materials up front. And that's a big indicator on a healthy organization versus a not healthy organization. And listen, there's anomaly to this rule. So please, if you're hearing this and you drop ship your solar panels uh, or you're purchasing through a distributor as you sell, there's no knock in the game in that. We understand. The pricing for panels right now, is, uh, some of the manufacturers and the distributors are price gouging. And it might be a smarter business model for you to run lean and mean so you can pay your team um, a little bit more or pay, you know, whatever in-house work you are doing a little bit more. We completely understand. So this isn't a knock against anyone who's doing that business model. In fact, I'm consulting with a company that runs a similar business model so they can save up enough money to go purchase their own panels and warehouse. So there's levels to the game, right? And as a homeowner, you need to decide who you're doing business with. Um, because where there's risk, it might be a little bit more affordable, but that also be, um, comes a little bit of a liability to you as well. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. 
Um, and we I just see want to plug something. A lot, of, the, a lot yep. of the small to middle-sized companies, they're realizing that they've been handcuffed. They're getting shitty service from their distributor, and it's costing them more money. So gaining control of your product and when it gets distributed to the homeowner's house, you know, a lot of that can be avoided. Yeah. So in the teams that we've consulted uh, across the Midwest, it's – it's exactly that. There's a lot of logistics. So shipping product in smart and distributing it to your, you know, through your, your system smart and efficiently is key. It's key. It really is. And not everyone even has luxury to do that or has the networks or the connections. And that's why we ask you to come reach out to the leadership team here at Solar Hive or myself personally. Um, not everything we want to do is a business transaction. This is an industry, and everyone who does everything the right way and is profitable and um, makes all of us that much greater and that much better. It's the people who maybe sometimes, not purposefully, right, just being new, uh, put a black eye on the industry. It affects all of us sitting at this table and anyone listening and watching. So please reach out to us. Uh, we're open book. We'll either point you in the right direction. I mean, me and Solar Mitch, uh, we're working on a deal right now to, uh, you know, lower the cost of one of the installers that I'm working with to get them, you know, some panels, and he's just pointing me in the right direction. So, uh, you know, and and the uh, another point I want to make on that is uh, for the for the solar uh, sales reps that may be uh, watching this or tuning in, or maybe someone who's interested in the solar game and wants to jump in, and they want to know what company, uh, you know, they want to work for or work in. Um, one of the things I'll tell you that I've noticed is a company that doesn't invest back into their people uh, is a company that uh, I wouldn't want to work for. And here's what I mean. If you're going to give me 10, 12 deals a month, I should be able to provide you with at least a uniform, a hat, maybe an iPad, some leads, some marketing material, something to show up with to the homeowner, something that represents your brand. And that tells me that you're working for an owner or a CEO or a business that really cares about their brand and is looking to grow and is looking to take care of their people. And too many times I see um, people who are trying to get into this industry and they're working for these sales organizations or these solar companies and they're just not getting taken care of and they're not getting paid fairly and they're not getting treated right. Um, so if you're looking for a home in the solar industry, uh, you know, somebody at Solar Hive or myself, we can point you in the right direction. There's a lot of good players in the game. There's a lot of good solar companies that are doing the right thing, and they're looking to grow, um, And but they want to grow the right way with the right people. Uh, so please um, give us a shout. Yep, for sure. That's uh, yeah, thanks what we're for, here to do. Um, you know, Thanks for mentioning that because I mean you hit you definitely hit a good point um, as far as the the people that give this industry a black eye. I think we all know that the not so good or bad news travels way faster and you know at a more alarming rate than good news. And yep. I just feel like. You know, they got companies failing, they make the news, you know, they're like, well, why would I go solar? All those people got ripped off and they're yelling at this company on TV. And, uh, you know, it's just, 
it, I have so many friends that even, you know, ask, hey, should I go solar? I'm like, yeah, I can hook you up. Well, I mean, why should I do it if, you know, all these people are saying what, they, they just hear all the bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just glad you said that because it's just the bad news travels way quicker. And yeah. uh, we just, and even the people in the industry, right? Because, I mean, I've been mm-hmm. in a job where I had to just get out. I know you have. I know Jim has. Um, and so I just feel like it is, if you get into a good company, you will be happy, but don't, you know, I guess let it get you down if you end up getting mixed in with a bad group. Uh, just gather as much information and learn what you can and start to poke around, you know, like you said, call, hit us up and we'll try to point you in the right direction. Because, I mean, the industry is only growing and we, you know, there's people that are, there's more renewable energy jobs than any job out there. I mean, I've had people, yep. numerous people tell me that. So, um and I guess, yeah. are you guys looking to, I mean, are any of your companies you're working for now, I mean, are they currently hiring? What are you guys using? Are you using, like, your online Indeed? Are you training within? Are you, how are you doing that? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the companies uh, that I'm working with are always um, hiring new talent, uh, always. We always want to bring uh, top people into the organization, and if you're a sales organization and you're looking for a home as well and want to be absorbed and taken care of, uh, we do that as well. Uh, and one of the great things and unique things that we're doing, I think, is we're taking in organizations that are sales organizations that are not solar, that are HVAC, that are roofing, that are pest control, that are lawn care, that are security, uh that are um, home water treatments, right, uh, kitchen design people, loan officers. And there's a lot of talented salespeople out there outside of the solar industry, arguably even more talented than the people in the industry. And they're just looking for maybe a home. And the common misconception that they're getting is you need this startup free and financing and how do I get the panels and how do I, you know, and when you join an organization like what we're doing, we provide all of that for you, right? That's the benefit of going with a company like us is, hey, we bring you on, we train you, we pay for your marketing material, Uh, we even can provide you uh, leads through a call center, Uh, we'll train you and we help you sell the deals and you make the money, and we install it and make the money when we install it, and everybody goes home, and the homeowner has the best solution for them. Uh, so I think that's kind of where I'm at in my career right now. I've been through all the phases from sales rep to manager to director. Uh, now I'm uh, to business owner to running my own sales organization to now I'm um, helping create uh, organizations, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I love it because we get to do it the right way. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and congrats on all the success. Uh, that's, I mean, it's always good to Keeps see success busy, stories. Right? And, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Metaphor, you have anything else uh, you wanted to touch on? No, I definitely uh, understand a lot of that. You know, now it's, it's time to build businesses and grow people, you know, with integrity yep. and, and creating opportunities with our partners and yeah I think if uh, you know the market gets 
a little bit more stable or not. We just rise above and and figure out you know efficient solutions to to ride the solar coaster a little bit longer. And uh, yeah, yeah, we look we look to have further conversations about you know training of installers and you know as the workforce. Uh, needs are are going to just continue to grow, you know, creating new opportunities to to bring these good folks in and build solid teams with culture and integrity at the forefront. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, the future of solar is bright. I think there's still so much market that needs to be captured. Uh, there's states that are basically untouched. And um, there's always going to be a need for renewable energy instead of dirty energy uh, at a more affordable cost. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and most importantly, um, or arguably most importantly, uh, the infrastructure of our electricity grid throughout the country um, is not healthy. And it's not regulated as much as one thinks. And as much as we can talk about solar companies and distributors and installers and price gouging with material, the real person who's doing the price gouging really is the utility company. Uh, and it's unfortunate because um, I've, I've been in homes where people just really cannot afford their electricity bill anymore, you know, and there's nothing they can do about it. And it's hot in these areas, <laughs> you know, so right. what do you do? Right. What do you do? And, you know, some of the, the saddest things that I've seen is sometimes the people that want it the most, unfortunately, can't even qualify for the program. And, um, you know, those are the people that uh, we really need to be finding a solution for. And that's what we're going to continue to do. I mean, there's some stuff in that new IRA bill um, for low income. Right. Um, but I mean, a lot of people are in the process of starting you know, whether that be um, community solar and stuff like that, correct? Um, I know yeah, so, the- yeah, so a, a lot of cool things coming down the pipe with the IRA bill. Um, a lot of that stuff is available online. Uh, you can read through it, a pretty lengthy document. Uh, pearlcertification.com is a good resource to have if you're a solar installer and uh, you want to get hip to it and partner with uh, one of the industry leaders who's going to help trailblaze some of those the funding and rebates uh, that homeowners are going to have access to. So um, all of that's still um, maturing as we speak, but what we do know is that the future uh, of renewable energy is going to be incentivized um, by not only the states, but also by, by the federal government. So, um, you know, stay tuned to that. And I think once we uh, understand how all of that works by market, we'll probably come on Solar Hive and, and share the good news uh, with America. Awesome. Yeah, um, can't wait for that. Um, and like you said, there are a lot of stuff, you know, in the works. I know that it's just kind of a, a lot of things are getting figured out, even in the White House, right? They passed the bill, and then there's a lot of I's to be dotted, T's to be crossed, um, and just kind of reading through those documents. So, um, again, if you have questions, I'm sure you can find that online. But, you know, I know enough to be dangerous, as I'm sure you do as well. Um, but, yeah, this has been a great conversation. Uh, let me know if you, you know, wanted to cover any other topics, but I think we had a lot of a lot of good conversation here and there was definitely some 
think good takeaways uh, forever, whoever, homeowners, companies, installers, salesmen, uh, you know, whoever is fortunate enough to watch the Live in the Hive with Sean. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Live in the Hive, man. Thank you guys so much for bringing me on, Natalie. I appreciate you. Uh, making this happen and uh, feel free to reach out to me you know my name on LinkedIn is Sean Rahi I got my email here Um, and um, yeah let's uh, I want to network with anyone who has any questions or if we can point anyone in the right direction uh, always looking to help so thank you guys appreciate it yeah and we will have uh, Sean linked to um, you know our YouTube and the, the this whole podcast video too so you'll be able to click and find Sean that way too. So again, yeah, thanks for your time, Sean. Thanks, Metaphor. Thanks, yeah, Natalie. Thanks for Appreciate sharing all the stories. Thanks, Gus. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm. That sounded great. Good job. <laughs>